Hello and welcome back to the 80s Cinema Club. No Halloween voice this week because um, we're done with that forever. Probably until next year if we're still doing it. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you can get it back. <laughs> yeah, just remember to uh, mark it in your calendars not to listen to the October episodes next year or <laughs> hope that Harry's, you know. I mean, to be fair, I might see improvement over the next year. Yeah, I might get a better spooky voice. <laughs> yeah, you've got 51 episodes to work on it. Yeah, I'll go take lessons. Spooky voice lessons, yeah. Spooky voice lessons. Down at the uh, community college. Every time I do a horror episode, I'll do a spooky voice. Oh. No, I won't. I can't go there. I don't that. think you've got any horrors coming up soon, so you should be alright. <sighs> yes. Okay, so this week, um, we are reviewing 1984. Guess when it's released? Is it 1984? Oh, wait, yeah, it is, yeah. <laughs> it's a title and all. Um, yeah, this is a, the, the George Orwell adapted film like, yeah. from the book. Also um, called 1984. <laughs> Also called 1984, with some slight differences, in the, obviously. Yeah. Um, this film was directed by Michael Radford. It stars John Hurt as Winston, Susanna Hamilton as Julia, Richard Burton as O'Brien, Cyril Cusack as Charrington, and G- I'm going to say Gregor Fisher as Parsons. Um, uh, the plot is as follows. Longing for freedom... Winston Smith summons up the courage to write down his unspoken desires in his secret diary. Winston knows that the omnipotent Big Brother watches his every move, condemning the already terrified people into a life of slavery. Under those dire circumstances, Julia crosses paths with Winston and a dangerous clandestine affair begins. Now there's no turning back and sooner or later, the illicit couple will have to pay for their hideous crimes against the dictatorial state. Oh, that was definitely an intense and It's pretty bleak, this somewhere. film, believe it or not. I mean, I was trying to think of some sort of punt to make, but I couldn't. It is just a really odd film. The film had a budget of 5.5 million. Wow. Uh, what do you think it made at the box office? I think it made 12 million. Made 8.4 million. Oh, I mean, at least it made money. Yeah, I didn't think it was going to make much, to be fair, but that makes sense. Um, I don't think I mentioned this was episode 34, but that's it is, the episode I mean, number. You, you'll know if you listen to this. That, that's true. Unless it, you it, it is a weekly upload. Well, I mean, so, not so recently. <laughs> <laughs> Unless you listen to us in a, like a time capsule or something. Yeah, okay. Uh, so, 1984, let's get into this. Likes and dislikes, Alfie. Likes and dislikes. Yeah, well... Um, not many of either. Uh, this film, I'm just going to say it, it bored me. <laughs> it's a very heavy film um, with lots of very, what's what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, very political messages, yeah. which is, it's kind of hard to unpack. We try not a, to get political on this podcast, in a light but when your film podcast. is based on some sort of communist-esque English state, yeah. then... Um, the you amount know, we of, tend to notice amount of Aryanisms I could see while looking through explanations for what I've just watched was insane. Different political ideologies I, gone. Genuinely, I, I got so bored watching this. Film. Uh, it is a bit of a slog, isn't it? I, I just didn't find it interesting. Like I thought I was going to no. kind of like the deeper, me- and I appreciated like the deeper messages yeah. and things like that because it it is a film that it's not. <laughs> It's not particularly trying to entertain you. No. It is trying to give you a message mm-hmm. or something. like it, It's a more of a piece of art than it is. Like, yeah. Which is fine because that's what film is an art form. Mm-hmm. But I think when I was watching it, it was kind of hard to watch because of that. Yeah. 
it's way more focusing on the almost like underlying political narrative and messages than the actual film. Yeah, like you don't, I don't think that there's no really incentive. Like usually in a film, even things like this, you kind of get some sort of feeling towards the characters in yeah. the way they do things. Or but you kind of just get this guy plopped in front of you. Yeah, and you just follow, and you just sort of go around. Don't. I mean, there is some things like you know you learn about his mother and that I guess, and it's yeah. kind of a bit sympathetic, but. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, you don't learn much about which again, I guess, could be part of the whole film with the lack of identity each person has. But it, it, I do agree that it's it's such a an odd film, isn't it? Yeah. So I guess positives then, which I don't have too many of, is the general like feel of the film is I do think what it is meant to be. Mm. Like it suits it very. It's well, very it? dark. Like there were they I can't exactly remember the technique, but they they wanted to film it in black and white. But right. Virgin Productions or whatever who would finance the film was like no <laughs> because they wanted it to be commercially successful. Yeah. Um. So instead, they're like, it the way you do the the actual film they like you do something with it. That's why it looks washed out. Yeah. Because they didn't. That's not the camera. That's like what they did after filming it. Mm-hmm. So like they used like there was something to do with like silver. And that's cool, actually. And usually you only do it with like positive, either positive or negative frames. All right. But they did it with all of them, which means uh, it looks really washed thing. out. That's why it looks almost desaturated, the whole thing. Wh- isn't it? Which yeah. is what what they were going for. Because <laughs> they wanted it to look as like depressing as possible, which I do, I think it, it does, it does, it, look, it, it does look good f- in that respect. Even the sets around it where you see Winston walking around outside of the Ministry of Truth, I think they called it. Uh, that that whole set around there, it's completely dilapidated, isn't it? Or like the bombed out, yeah, like, bombed out yeah. London streets. Um, I'm j- I've really struggled to find anything. That oh I yeah, like so literally the the two main things I have down is um, the propaganda that they're like reel off constantly. Oh yeah, yeah. So when you when they're any time they're at work mm. or any time they walk, well, basically any time they're anywhere. Yeah. You can't really watch the film without them talking, and in the background, it's like. 30,000 tanks have oh, been moved yeah. on the you statistics know. everywhere. Yeah, like they just kept reading off things because it's in because that's what I do like is the way they did it in the fact that that would work. Yeah, like if you'd managed to take over a society like this, the way to keep them thinking how you think is to just throw all the information at them that they just because that's what propaganda is really like. Propaganda yeah. is like, well, it technically isn't, it's like faking things to like make it your yeah, way which what they are you know, what they're doing so it's, it's it? like you know mainly happens in wars or in countries that have like yeah. major censorship because like you know like here we had like britain needs you and it was like I'd, the guy probably had a name but you know the one who like points at you and so, <laughs> the guy probably had a yeah, name because <laughs> no, it's like it's like the thingy sam in america isn't it you know yeah, like, uncle sam uncle sam but here that I don't know who it was. It was the guy with the mustache and like the, the hat on. I do, but, uh, but he points at you. He's like, and that that's propaganda because they're trying to show you that you can help. Yeah, like we need you, and it's like in, in Nazi Germany. Well, their propaganda was very anti-Semitic. Yeah, <laughs> like theirs was. You know, these people aren't good. Ours was like go fight in the war. Yeah, where in Germany you didn't really have a choice. I mean, you didn't really in England either. Half no, the time it was like you're gonna get conscripted. But in this, it's that Big Brother's constantly. Constantly watching, watching you, yeah. It, it's almost like a, like a fanaticism with them all. Because if you look when they have the, everyone's in the room and they're sh- being shown the footage of like the rebellion against 
the party. They're all like shouting and screaming at the screen. The second Big Brother comes on, they're all joining the hands yeah. upwards. It, it, it does. The film it's really rough. does. Like, I have written down that the themes discussed and the way they're portrayed oh, it's is really, really good. Yeah. Like, it's it. you can tell this is like heart like heart wrenching i guess in the way you mm. watch it because you think this you know things like this have happened like not yeah. in the because of the technology that's in this that hasn't happened like that <laughs> yeah like you know you might think of like the gestapo in nazi germany who are always watching you mm. if you were like on a list but they didn't actually they weren't the thought police they couldn't yeah, <laughs> they couldn't read your brain you couldn't read your mind you know they had to use things like i mean they used torture in this but they had yeah. to use things like torture to get information out of you and stuff like that um you know they already know <laughs> in mm. this so i think one of my big questions looking through it was how much did they actually know because if you look through the whole thing obviously it's it's just a picture of big brother on the screen like there is yeah. cameras in the mall but there's no one directly or no one's shown directly watching and one thing for me is when who is it uh julia and winston are captured and big brother appears on the screen he repeats things after they've already said it to him yeah but they don't question it so as if it, it's kind of hard to tell there whether he's thinking ahead and knows what they're going to say yeah, or he's repeating I think it back to them. I'm going to mix the likes and dislikes because I do think they're very similar. Yeah. In in the fact that nothing's explained very well. Mm-hmm. And I, I think know... That's the, point. that's the weird part. I know. I guess that's the point. In, you know, <coughs> it's this... But it, it is the fact when things like that happen, I'm like, is this right? Is this like... Is this a mistake? I, yeah. I don't know. Because I... Like they say, they can read your thoughts, but then they can't. They mustn't be able to read all of them because, like everybody, yeah, would be getting exactly. tortured and in prison. And... Not, that's the whole point in Room One One, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. So you know, I... it's such a weird film because I think uh, it's it's a film that's made or it's a lot of it's left in the dark to make you purposely think about it and fill it in because it's obviously yeah. it's a big, it's a extreme version, I guess, of what. The, whoever I forget the director um, thought English socialism would become and uh, George Orwell following World War Two, but it's just I think a lot of it it's it's a big thinking piece and it doesn't it that works but also makes it so you have to actually I guess be invested in yeah. the political narrative of it all I think it comes, I don't think, uh, I think anything comes down to is this is obviously adapted from another book yeah and. A lot of the time when things... Like we said this with The Shining, didn't we? Uh, yeah. Last week. When things are adapted from a book, a lot is left out. And that's usually fine. Because like if it, right, if you're an original screenplay and it's written, someone's written it and there shouldn't... There always is, but there shouldn't be any like gaps mm. in the story. Hopefully not. But because this is adapted and they're trying to stay loyal to the source material, yep. but they're also trying to make it two hours long, yeah, you know, trying to make it something you've not seen. Like before. when a book can go on for pages and pages of exposition, you can't do that in a script because then the script becomes bad. Yeah, <laughs> you can't have someone like I didn't want someone to sit down and look me in the eyes and go, <laughs> "This is how Big Brother works." Like you know, yeah. But even I get what you mean. If more had been explained about it rather than because after the film had finished, I felt I had to then go and essentially read on what I've just watched. Like, I know it'd be slightly expositional, which, but even if it was just a passing comment of, like, how something happened. Yeah. You know, like, if they were talking to each other, like, oh, you can't say that, the blah, 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 you know, because that seems like something that would happen. Yeah, if the rebellion was shown a bit more, I think it would have worked. But obviously, I haven't never read the book, I have no idea what it's Exactly. Like. But um, they obviously hint at the rebellion a lot, and 
I thought that was going to be a, a key point, and then it just wasn't. I wrote down um, the 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 waiter at the end of the film uh, when they're playing yep. chess. Who pours? I'm assuming it's gin. I think they drink gin the entire time, don't they? It's something like that. Yeah. I'm um, the, he, he, I can't remember the actor's name. And I, and oh, did I, did I write it down? Oh, no, I did. No, I didn't. Um, <laughs> he's Trigger from Only Fools and Horses, which is a British is sitcom. It really? And it really caught me off guard <laughs> that he was in this film. So he also plays a character. He plays. Uh, it might be Ed in The Vicar of Dibley, which is also another British sitcom. So anyone else listening may not know. Oh this. God, it is, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. And oh, that's I, hilarious. I was like. What? <laughs> Moduloid pack. Yeah, That's it's it. like the British, like the British actors that seem to turn up in this. Jim Broadbent. Well, he didn't appear in this, but he's just one of those actors yeah. everywhere. <laughs> I mean, because it's a British film, which yeah. uh, you know, if just the fact that he turned up at the end, I was like getting really bored, like hands, head in my hands, like is this film over yet? Is and then he end? just comes and like he's like, oh, pulls out, I'm like what? what? A trigger? <laughs> he survived the uh, atomic wars. Uh, I even said to my mum, oh, look, Trigger's in this. And she went, oh, did he have a broom with him? Which you won't get that joke, you know, if you haven't watched Only Fools and Horses, so it's going to go over everyone's head. <laughs> to be fair, our target audience probably has watched it. We've got an older target audience. Sure, sure. We'll that's see. Fair, that's fair. Um, I think I'm trying to find any more notes. I actually don't have anything else I like. I just think it, 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 the messages it has is good, but the film is just boring. I agree, I, yeah. I, I can't, like... The woman, like, what's her name? Uh, Julia. Julia falling over. Can you remember fall over in that corridor? You know, when she's broken oh, her yeah. arm or something. I mean, no, it's an excuse to kind of, like, talk to <laughs> That was such awkward. So I don't know why. Yeah. I was watching it. She just face plants the floor. I know. It's super weird. I Like, the, the whole film, I feel like you could probably argue a lot of it is done because of the fact that these people are essentially, like, so... Yeah. What you call? It, I guess brainwashed essentially that they're not really yeah. their own people. But again, that feels kind of like a cheap sort of. And it, it's weird because it's like, it's a very uncensored film, but also like, because it's very different to how we think of them now. So like now, yeah. an uncensored film is is very much like lots of swearing and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I'll genuinely looked at the parents' guide on IMDb, and on <laughs> the language and stuff section, it went, they say words like bugger and damn. Oh, <laughs> but then oh. you go into like the, uh, like the, the sex. sex and nudity, and it's like, there is fully exposed pubic yep. hair. And I'm like, why? <laughs> I know it's supposed to be the impure thoughts, because yep. that, that is like the main driver. That's why they go yeah. and get, like that's why um, Winston and that go get tortured at the end and stuff for thought crimes for for thought crimes it just don't know because I've never read the book really caught me off guard (laughs) it just I was like what is going on so I'd I'd known a bit about it beforehand but even that sort of to me was like that's a really weird um... (laughs) I don't know the whole thing it's super strange isn't it I can't think of any other way to put it I mean obviously we've we've had our fun with dystopians before with Blade Runner and Brazil but I think this is a this is definitely a very different I think okay, Where? those films. I think this film. I think it has a more clear message. It's not as oh, yeah. underlying 100%. as things like Brazil and uh, Blade Runner. Blade Runner had no right message. Brazil was like, "What the fuck is going on?" <laughs> yeah. But I kind of which that. I did write down for this. Sometimes I just had no idea what was going on. Like, yeah, are you getting the train up to blah 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 this weekend? Yeah, I am. Are you doing? I was like, oh, what am I supposed to be following here? Yeah, it feels like those things were probably like poorly explained from it's the like, book funnily enough the bits I liked the most was when he got tortured 
<laughs> like I thought it had the most like impactful bit. Oh my god! Because the rest of it is kind of them walking about, sowing the seeds, like you know, yeah. like, doing stuff. That's the only part where you really figure out what's like, or not really figure like, out. Like it's O'Brien, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. He is the best, ca- and he's done. He's played so well, he is, and I can't believe that actor died the same year. Yeah, like, um, which is really sad. Just and I'm glad he was in it though, because the scene where he talks to um Winston, talks to Winston yeah. about like he's electrocuting him and stuff like that. Yeah, and he's going like, oh no, what? How many fingers am I holding? Stuff like that. Um, it really, I think that's when you see the extent yeah. of what's going on. And then when he goes to room 101 and it's like he's in a saw trap. That's, that was like creepy that, as appa- shit. And they were real rats as well. They were yeah. real sewer rats, apparently. That, like, because like, se- I swear that is a saw trap as well. Honestly, it <laughs> wouldn't surprise me. There's a saw trap where like, you know, like, oh no, it's not. It's in the Batman. Is it? Um, If anyone's seen the latest Batman film, uh, uh, by Matt, oh Matt shit! Reeves. It is, isn't it? Um, someone dies by having a. Sorry, this is a bit. <laughs> oh my god! No, it is. This is a bit of like as a trigger. What it? Someone dies by having like a rat eat them because they're in like a contraption. But yeah. it's like a saw trap. Oh my <laughs> god! No, yeah. I thought it was the Riddler saw. kills a guy with a, a rat, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because like um, the guy was eating or something, and that's what he was saying. He was saying rats yeah. like can smell fear, and like that's when they know a body is dead or something. Because it's yeah. like. They can tell somehow. They can tell some. They have the, they have the sense that oh, when someone's helpless, yeah, someone might not be it. dead. Like the most likely, they're dead. But if oh, someone's yeah. just helpless and lying, they, they, they get eaten alive by rats, which is lovely. The awful thing. Yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> I let you on one. Not says holy shit. That rat contraption is foul. <laughs> I don't have anything I, else to be honest. This, yeah, I don't it, either. Um, it was just hard to watch, and I don't mean because of like them gruesome bits. I just mean. It was such it was a just weird hard to thing to follow. <laughs> you had to sort of... It's one of those things... That you, it felt like you had to think the whole way through to understand what's happening. I don't know if that sounds like, oh, we had to think to watch the film. No. But genuinely, it was like, from the moment, you have to be, like, fully turned on and, like... Can't, like, <laughs> <laughs> can't, can't look away. That's thought crime, that, Harry. <laughs> you can't... Like, oh, my gosh. You can't, like, look away. I, I mean, you shouldn't really look away from a film anyway, but, like, you know, no. you can't... Unless it's really scary. Unless it's really scary, yeah. This wasn't. That no, this. Scary. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm really stuck for things to say because this is. I, it's one of those films. It's like, you, there's just nothing to really talk about with the film other than the message. And when yeah. the message is extreme socialism and censorship <laughs> and monitoring of thought, we're not the best people to speak. Removing of individuals. It's like two two episodes ago, we we're doing killer clowns from outer space. <laughs> it's a little bit of a. You've done axe murderers, killer clowns, dream killers, dream killers, um, uh, lake killers, lake killers, zombie demon killers, and now we've got um, rats and Big Brother, BB ratings. Then uh, I I just don't even like that's the thing. I struggle with this a lot because I liked I liked the uh, the messages they were putting across, even if I did find them kind of. A bit hard to follow sometimes. The ideas that were put across were good, but the film was just a. It was just so boring, wasn't it? Sit through. Yeah. So I've given it a, a four out of ten. A four out of ten. Okay. You've kind of lifted it up here, I think. Oh, have you put it really, really? Oh, I low? get to number two point five. Um, oh, did not like. That. I just. I under, like the two point five is basically because I appreciated what was said. Yeah. Um. 
the actual film itself didn't didn't care for. It's yeah, just, no, that's totally fair. I thought the acting was good. Like O'Brien was really good. Like uh, John John Hurt, uh, uh, Winston. Yeah, Winston. Yeah. Considering me, I know he's like a legendary actor, but considering really? my extent to watching him is in the Day of the Doctor, the Doctor Who 15th anniversary <laughs> special. It's not. I don't have much of a big understanding, but no frame of reference. You know. Oh, and Ollivander from Harry Potter, I guess, but, you know, oh, sure, yeah. it, yeah, so this film comes out at a 3.3. Ooh, which is controversial given this is like... So that's seven point something on IMDb. Yeah, I this think. is, this is seen, but I guess that's people focusing on just the message. Yeah. Hopefully, unless we miss something. I, we usually miss something. We, oh, we always do. Questions, questions, questions. About the year 19... No, film 1984. Yeah, this was interesting. A right question. I didn't want to write questions. <laughs> I got um, AI to generate my first question because <laughs> I got that stuck. It's not even that good. But we'll see. All right, then. I guess we'll, we'll lead it off with the um, good old AI question. So... <laughs> this is such a bad question. So, obviously, the end of the film... We didn't... To be fair, we didn't even talk through the film, did we? Anyway, no. end of the film sees sort of Winston and Julius sat back in that little cafe for a bit and the two of them are still close together, which isn't the same as the film. The Sorry, book. the book, shit. <laughs> isn't the same as the book. Um, so what actually happens at the end of the book? Do you think? If that's not how it ends... Oh, it's an open-ended question. Yeah. It, to be fair, it's kind of... Is it similar or not? It's it's similar if you backtrack like five minutes. I'm saying this because it's such a shit question I shouldn't have used. Um, <laughs> it's very over. Uh, does um does does Julia die? No, both of them essentially are betraying each other under torture. That's it. Yeah, that's how it ends. Mm. So, so the bit where Wait, like sorry I've read this question wrong <laughs> oh, for fuck's sake. to be fair we, I didn't get it right either then apparently in the novel their loyalty still persists but in the film their loyalty persists I'm so confused this is a shit question that I've been given here the answer that AI's decided to give me is in the film ah they've done a clause Winston and Julia shown to be betraying each other under torture whereas in the novel the loyalty to each other persists I'm so confused I'll give you the point. <laughs> right. I'm never the, use an AI for that shit again. Maybe, maybe don't use AI for the film that was about a person always watching you and really complex things. I'm going to be watched by AI Big Brother now. Watch it. Right. Jeez. Question one for you, Alfie. Yeah? Uh, it's actually another one about the book. Oh, God. In the film, people call each other a brother or sister. Right. But in the book, this was different. What word did they use instead? Ooh, I have no idea. Um, it's kind of discernible if you think about it for a second. Discernible if you think about it for a second. What is in like a party members? I don't know how I'll give it like without a massive <laughs> yeah, clue. True. Like, um, yeah. Is it so? It's one word that was used like regardless. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of gender. Um, I mean, I'm trying to think through actually. So it's it's not like so it's gonna be some sort of it's like comrade sort of thing. Was that is it comrade? Is that your answer? No, sure, I'll go for it. 
Yes, it's Comrade because nice a lot of the inspiration, uh, while well, in this comes it? from like Soviet stuff. Yeah, that's so. why Big Brother looks a bit like Stalin. Yeah. All right, there you go. Right, so um, a few times throughout the film, we're shown. I, I realised I've told you the answer to this during the, the first section. Though. I'm gonna forget it now. What was uh, the name of the sort of the main enemy of the party? There's this big bad, like bogeyman almost who's going against the party leading the rebellion and he's got oh, a, crap. he's got I a forgot that he's shown on the screens during their uh, shouting things yeah I can't remember that first bit at the very beginning of the film oh, I couldn't hear so anything much. yeah <laughs> like the guy was shouting so I couldn't hear anything um I actually don't know um little brother <laughs> little brother <laughs> You got that? No, it was wrong. That would actually be pretty funny, though. Yeah, it was called Emmanuel Goldstein. Oh, no, you did say that. Oh, no, yeah. 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 I would not have got that. I, I don't think I was paying that much attention to... <laughs> I don't blame you, to be fair. And I was I was going to ask you one of the questions, like, how many anti-tank missiles did the oh, woman say? But then I was like, I can't even remember, and I can't be bothered going back in. Chocolate the... rations. That was 25 grams. It was, yeah. It went up to... It was going to be no reduction from 30 grams, but they brought it down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Changed the uh, narrative. Ooh. Propaganda. Yeah, censorship. Aye. Which actor was not considered for the part of O'Brien? <laughs> I'm going to give you this. A, Sean Connery. Right. B, Anthony Hopkins. Yeah. Or C, Ian McKellen. Ian McKellen. Yes. I'd read that on IMDb. Okay. I don't like this. Is why been... I don't like going on IMDb, but I couldn't think of anything. It would have been so much cooler with Sean Connery as Winston. Imagine that. I was about to do a Sean Connery impression and then realised I forgot what he sounded like. In a minute, we're going like, Sean. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty close, you know? I don't even Watch know. two plus two. <laughs> Five. Uh, definitely couldn't do an Anthony Hopkins impression. I don't. I can't even think what he sounds like. He was in The Father. That's. And, and Transformers at one point. Ah, yeah, he was actually, wasn't he? But, you know, he played the uh, English historian who said that England was the centre of Pangaea and, yeah. Oh, and he, said that, he said that Merlin was a Transformer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, God, we're really losing track in this episode. Oh, this is so bad. <laughs> so, <laughs> last question kind of falls on from the last one. Um, there's a book that's shown during the film that was written by Emmanuel Goldstein, sort of oh, in inverted commas, because no. we kind of find out later on that O'Brien may or may not have written it you know you can't really tell um if you can get fairly close because the title's a bit yeah wordy no, if you can get fairly close i'll give you the points so i know what you're called. talking about i'm fairly sure it's the one that he like winston goes to his office to get isn't it yeah it's the one that's hidden in the dictionary yeah God. this is why i thought oh that might be important and then i was like oh oh look it's trigger from one of his novels brain was so bad yeah no um the 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 bible of truth oh <laughs> you got the first word right the, it was the theory and practice of oligarchical collectivism christ i would not have yeah like that, that was one like thing where you in the communist to. manifesto but like <laughs> spiced it up a bit manifesto right last question this is pretty easy as well <laughs> I can't get him true or false one of the taglines for the film was two plus two equals five <laughs> It was true. Oh, that is true. God. <laughs> this is going to be probably our worst episode yet. I, I, I don't. This film just, it, like, I like to put passion 
into these podcasts. It just didn't work. But this just sucked everything out of me. At <laughs> least the next two films are going to be hopefully better. Yeah. Oh, oh God, points right. now. Relevance, though. Well, oh, our points. points. I'll do points first and last relevance. Quick. Right, so currently we've got me on 60. My on 27. No, you're on 30 and an eighth. You know what, actually, I'll give you 31 for that shit question. Yeah. You've got rid of the eight. So it's now only a lead of 29 points. Oh, I can't do this. How has it gotten that far ahead? I even know what's coming up because we, we, we've pre-recorded, so I can't. Oh, shit, yeah. I forgot about that. Right. Yeah, relevance. Um, the Big Brother meme. That's everywhere. I think I'll make one about this episode, so you must they watch. They made a TV show called Big Brother. They did, yeah. Which, I mean... Thankfully, isn't quite as. I mean, I've never seen it. No, Guess it's probably not quite as political. Well, they just re- in the UK they've just restarted it as well. If they, they got... made the contestants dress up as ants and and sit on eggs, I'm pretty sure that sounds somewhat like weirder than this. That's really strange. Yeah, pretty dystopian. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, no, I think it it definitely has a place, and I mean, there is a 1950s film as well. Yeah, that's and there's really like bad. Plenty isn't it? of like, I'm assuming. I think they've made like TV shows, like around did, the same yeah, thing. like a more recent. Adaptation you know, it's well. very. Oh, obviously, we've covered this one because it's in the 1980s. Yeah, and it's seen as the best adaptation, yeah. I think. If I'm not wrong. I, I don't really know how to say it. I think I'd rather read the book. I think I'm. Yeah. Which, to be honest, I think probably one of the first times I'm saying I, I wouldn't watch this film. <laughs> I genuinely, I'd recommend you to not watch this film. Watch like a like a plot summary on YouTube, and you can yeah, watch the if you idea. Want to watch a, bit a video essay about someone talking about it, like or just listen to this episode. I, I'd, yeah, I. Oh. I think it's genuinely the first. Like even when we did Prince of Darkness, I was like, oh, it'd be pretty funny laugh. if you yeah. watch this. But now I'm just like, don't. Yeah. <laughs> you don't need to. God. Unless you're like doing like a John Hurt marathon. It was uh, it was Orwellian. Get it. It's a turn of phrase now. Oh, oh God. And that's it. Yep. <sighs> Thank God for that. Right, episode 34. Over. 1984. 84. 34. 84. Oh, we should have done God. this for episode 84. We planned these. We planned these. <laughs> no. Yeah. Um, no, we don't. <laughs> that's a lot of effort. Um, yeah, thank you for uh, listening. Uh, we know we've kind of driveled on a, a bit of how bad this how much we didn't like this film. Yeah, but I, I mean, guess that's going to happen sometimes. That is. We can't like every film we do. That is true. And we don't usually like many no, we films don't. we do anyway, so... To be fair, we do seem to pick either really good films or films that are just like, what the fuck have we watched? Yeah, because I think it's... Yeah. But again, <laughs> at least it's not just the popular films, you know? Yeah, true. I, you do see, I mean, a spike in listenership when we do a popular one. It's funny. Yeah. Um, it's like we did Friday the 13th a couple of weeks ago and um, That's I don't know if this so was well. just my sister like telling all her friends to listen for like one off play I don't I, I checked the statistics and this has got like our highest listens in like the 40 oh no yeah so bracket. we released it and then there was two weeks between that and the next episode and it caught like 20 plays which yeah it doesn't sound like a lot but for us, <laughs> that, that's quite a decent bit. Like in a week and a half, we've gone up nearly 100 players. Yeah, exactly. Which is like, what the fuck? Which was insane. It took us like maybe two months to get over 100. Yeah, considering what, it's like been 30-something weeks. Of <laughs> 34 weeks? Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> 
Funny how that works, isn't it? Oh, it's too, I'm too tired for this. Well, to be fair, <laughs> what this week people will have had, depending on when you listen to Killer Clowns, possibly three episodes of us, because we had Killer Clowns Friday the 13th, not Friday the 13th, Shining, Shining and then this. Yeah, that's true. We've been You'll be sick of us by the end of this. Yeah, we took a break and went, right, three episodes. Got to be Bam, out in a week. Um, no, again, thank you for listening. We really appreciate it. Um, always, you can yeah. go follow us on, on social media at the 80 Cinema Club on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, TikTok. Um, yeah, or YouTube. Um, Alfie's managed Everything to get up, up on the YouTube. episodes. Uh, up to what we are now, this one coming out. This one, sh- I-, I should be able to get this one out before. Uh, yeah, well. that's good. Um, go talk to us we want to talk to everyone uh, yep. send us a novel of your dystopian future writing um, I was pretty out there <laughs> <laughs> send us a so right we've done 1984 mm. mine went weird there uh, 1984 what could send us a picture of chocolate you know we didn't talk about exactly much exactly 25, 25 grams if you, if you can send us 25 grams of chocolate we'll put your face on the 80 cinema club wall actually just set Send it to P.O. No. <laughs> we want the chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> we, we want your exact... No. That'd be a bit weird. Send us um, a custom chocolate bar with Big Brother's face on it and we'll love you If forever. anyone genuinely did that and like made Big Brother's face on a chocolate bar, that would be the most impressive thing I've ever seen. I swear. Someone could definitely do it like white chocolate art. Watch us like completely forget about this podcast and in 10 years time, there's an email sent to it saying, hi guys, I know, you know... <laughs> You haven't been making episodes for like, I don't know, six years at this point. <laughs> Here's a picture of Big Brother on a chocolate no, bar. Alfie, remember, we've got thousands of films to do. We've, we've got like 30,000 80s films as possibly to do. I don't, I don't know about you, but I don't think I'm going to live for... Uh... I don't think there's that many weeks left in our lifetime. No. 30, right, let me do a quick... Considering there's 52 weeks a year. <laughs> 30, right, 30,000 out of 52. Yeah, you know what? You can hold on for 577 more years <laughs> if you'd like. I don't um, think I have that stamina. Did. Uh, imagine if we did. <laughs> right, thank you for listening. Um, uh, we're going to go now before What's we... next week? Oh, sorry. Um, do the right thing. The what thing? The right thing. The Not right the thing. wrong thing. Not the wrong the thing. The right thing. Um, from 1989, Nine? I think. Um, yep, see you then. Uh, we uh, miss you already. Goodbye. Goodbye.